I started a podcast and forced my girlfriend to join in. Now right here on the podcast, you're gonna hear my girlfriend sing. No, you're not. You're listening to this podcast, and it's called Bubble Up. Now Kate's gonna sing her bit. Luke, do you ever shut up? No fucking way, bitch. It's the Couple Up Podcast. I'm Luke and Kate's my hoe. It's the Couple Up Podcast. Just start the fucking show. It's the Couple Up Podcast. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome back. We are here on Halloween week. My name is Luke. And I'm Kate. And this is the Couple Up Spooktacular Thunder, Lightning, Flashing Lights, Halloween. There's a ghost in the corner. Frankenstein's over there. He's not the monster. It's the doctor that created him. Kate, how are we? Oh my god, Lake. What's wrong? Every time we do one of these, it's like I'm seeing it from an audience point of view and going, why the fuck do I live with you? <laughs> You're is the it most... because this is my only performative element now? I used to be on stage, I used to do acting, I used to do wrestling, comedy. At the moment, the podcast is all I have. You put all of your energy into I'm that. I'm putting all of my energy into this right now. Oh, Can God. Can you hear my voice? I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I'm smiling. I'm delighted. I must just always seem like a complete nutter bitch. But I think that's what we have, Kate. That's what we have going for oh, us here. You're the lovable nice I'm guy, the, is it? <laughs> the lovable nice guy. You're the horrible bitch. That's it. You know? Right. You know? Yeah. The nice people in our audience, like me, the bitches, they love you. <laughs> the bitches. The bitches. Kate's bitches. <laughs> Nice. If we release a Kate's Bitches t-shirt, would you buy it, guys? Just let us know. We need money. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we have a wedding coming up. We have no money, Kate. Did we talk about that last week? Yeah, I'd say we so. Did. Um, we did the budget out for it. and uh, There's not a day goes by that we don't talk about it. Here's the thing. Let's not talk to anybody who's had a wedding or thinking of having a wedding or in the middle of planning a wedding. We're not doing anything too elaborate or... We're not doing anything elaborate at all. A hotel is a grand hotel. Everything that I'm looking Everything up is kind grand. of average prices. Yeah. And some of them were saving. Mm. Like, for example, you're getting your dress from a dress designer, but it's free because it's your dad. Yeah, but then I spent... Yeah, and you, and you claim... How much did you spend on fabric? <laughs> I'm not telling you. How, well, you told me. Yeah, but... A lot. It's going to be my dream wedding dress, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it, like, last year. And now I'm like, oh shit! No, it is. Well, it's beautiful. Your dad's designing it, so yeah. Are you excited about it? No. <laughs> I have a second dress. I'm really excited about my second dress. Kate has two dresses for the wedding. Yeah. And I only have one. <laughs> one dress. <laughs> yeah. Um, but oh. yeah, it, weddings are tough. Don't don't do them. Just don't bother. Like, Just don't we even get in bother. not a fight, but we get in an argument every time we talk about anything to well, do with wedding. Like. I'm not really into the whole getting no. married thing. Oh yeah, but we'll do it because you know, fair play to Kate, she deserves something. I do. <laughs> um, so we'll do it, but Jesus Christ, is it stressful? It is. <clears throat> no, hundred percent. I said it to you that like I always knew you didn't really want to get married, yeah. but I thought my wanting to get married. It would be okay. That would keep me going through it. But, but planning a wedding with a person that doesn't want to get married. I'm still more involved than I see most that's guys That's the problem. Are. Oh, fair enough. I see. That's 100% the problem. <laughs> I have an opinion on it and I don't want to be involved. Yeah. And I'll talk to you something about, talk you through something on a Monday. 
And then on the Friday, I'll say, oh, yeah, like then you go, what? What are we doing? <laughs> oh, you never said that. Yeah, yeah, I'm grand with Here's the like. trick. If you say it on the podcast, <clears throat> it's been recorded. That is true. <laughs> so if you ever want to say that you've said something to me, say it <laughs> while we're recording. <laughs> oh. um, so what have you been up to this week? Nothing. I can't remember. <laughs> like... <laughs> I really can't. That's what I hate about. The most exciting time. thing we did today was we brought our <laughs> child down to a beach that's five minutes from our house so she could throw a flower into the sea for the whales so that they'll call her name in her dreams. Yeah, the whales that don't exist in Cove. They did like, once. They did. I often dream of them. <clears throat> yes. But um, my sister bought Ivy a book before she was born. Yep. Um, before Ivy was born, not before my sister was born, <laughs> yeah. that would have been weird. But Ivy a book called The Whale Song, and it's about this girl who wants to hear the whale sing and whatever, and she leaves a flower in the water and they sing her name. And now Ivy has this idea that if she does that, that they'll be the whales will be in there in the sea splashing and saying <laughs> yeah. Ivy, Ivy. So she's going to be very disappointed. Well, that's why I told her that it will be in her dreams. Yeah, that was good because then she can just make it up. Yeah. Because she does. She comes in every morning and tells us about her dreams. And about her dragons. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that in the morning if we say, oh, what did you dream about? She'll say, the whales. Speaking of my sister, um, sh- something happened to her last week that made me feel like I have to put a disclaimer here. Do not listen to this podcast with your kids. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because last Sorry, week Queen on Bob. the podcast, when I was reading out the stuff, um, I gave the advice don't send her a picture of your dick or don't send her a dick pic and my sister's uh four-year-old came into the room and apparently went around the place saying don't send dick pics for the rest of the day which is good advice i suppose but not from a four-year-old it's toby not five five possibly i don't know i'm bad at ages i'm pretty sure he turned in my head i'm still 16 so i don't know Mm, you're not 16 i'm not correct i'm double that yeah which is yeah yeah Yeah, i know yeah (laughs) Um, so what do we have planned this week? Huh? What do we have planned this week for the podcast? Oh, the podcast! Huh? Not just for I, the rest of the week. I was like, Jesus it's gonna Christ, mind I don't know, and you're like, going to go to work. Well, <laughs> yeah. like I'll cook, we'll eat. That's about it. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, I just hit. Do you say mic- sorry to the microphone or to the yeah. listeners? <laughs> I remember when I went to London to like Madame Tussauds. Is that what you yeah, call yeah. it? The wax works place, and. They had like obviously wax figures of guys with cameras, yeah, like paparazzi around with like J Lo and all this. Yeah. And I went back and I like ducked under. I was like, "Oh, I'm really <laughs> sorry." I was like, "Oh my god, Marshall." I once on the way to college, really tired, possibly hungover, tanked a bank machine. <laughs> Realized I tanked the bank machine and then apologized to it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and the person behind me just started laughing, and I was like. You probably made their day though. Probably. They went and told everyone that that yeah, happened. I saw this idiot like... today. <laughs> Tank a bank machine, then apologise to it. <laughs> so this week, because it is Halloween week, we decided to take a different approach. I know I brought something last week, but I asked to be able to do it again because Kate is someone who scares easily. Mm-hmm. And Halloween isn't something I like, but scariness and ghosts and all that kind of stuff is something that I like. So I wanted to bring something. So on this show... 
I'm going to be giving Kate local ghost stories. Ooh. That's going to be in the main section. And then in the end, as usual, we'll be answering all of your questions from Instagram and Twitter. But before all that starts, I want to give you the shock of your life, right? What's it's that? Halloween. I really want to scare you. I'm pregnant. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Dear God, but would that not be the worst? That would be scary. Yeah, it would be very say. scary. And then I would say to you, it's Halloween. Get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> Go door to door until someone will take you. <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. No, that's Lazy. Halloween. That's scary. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's what we have planned for this week. So we might as well just jump straight into it and get into this main scary, scary section. Be prepared, folks. It's about to get fucking terrifying. Segways are weird. This is Luke on the Couple of Podcasts. Segways. And here we are in the scary section. So Kate, here's what I want to do to you. I have five local legends and then a personal story written by my mother about my childhood. Which one would you like first? I really don't care. Well, we're going to go with the local legends then, aren't we? Well, you just told me that you have five and then one written by your mother. I know, so but I, I want that's you to the make order you wanted it to be I, in. Well, it's not. Cause but anyway, first of all, what are your thoughts on ghosts? Spooky events, scary things. Because you seem to flip-flop on this every fucking day. I do, completely. You don't believe in ghosts unless they're related to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, I don't believe believe in ghosts. Oh, I don't know, like. It's the same way that I'd say I'm, like, agnostic. Do you know what I mean? Because you don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's there. But I'm still terrified, like. Like, when I... This sounds so stupid. I don't like the dark. Yeah. I love being in the dark if I'm in my bed and I need darkness to go to sleep. But I don't like being in my house. So I'm sure loads of people turn off the light and like run up the stairs. But I have caught myself a few times going, Mom, <laughs> <laughs> if you're around. Well, to be fair about that, Ivy has said that she was talking to her a few times. So many times. So Nanny I, Claire says hi. It's like, like, what that. were you doing? Talking to who? Nanny Claire. He's like, Ivy um, was Ivy and Kate's mom were never alive at the same time. No, but we show her pictures of her and there's pictures up in the house, obviously, and stuff like that. So that's why it's kind of a little bit odd. It and is. Ivy's very like her anyway. But I often go, Mom, don't you dare fucking do anything. I'll lose my shit. <laughs> do anything? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Like. Brush up against me and I feel run something. Run a fashion or... show. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? And I literally like run up as if it can only happen in the darkness as well. Yeah, well, you know that's mean? the thing that I find interesting. That ghosts are only there at night time when the lights are off and when mm. it's raining, basically. Like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here's what I did. I know you scare easily. I do. So I found things as local as possible. Okay. Um, One of them I actually don't have written down, but... It's very local that I found from research like am I going to be able to sleep I hope not because we need some sexy time <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I'm only joking oh yuck I would love sex with you in a million years oh fuck yourself uh, I've lost oh. all the hauntings but now they're back almost miraculously like a ghost like a ghost brought them back onto my tablet. And not the fact that you just stopped for a few <laughs> minutes, found them and then restarted again. That's not what happened, Kate. You imagined oh. that it was a ghost. Right. So are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready to get freaked the yeah. flip out? Well, we're going to start in Castletown Bear. 
Where's Castletown Bear? It's down West Cork. Oh. The Rocking Woman. Yeah. Are you going to do a stupid voice for the yeah, whole lot? Yeah. We're, we're setting the scene here. Right? This is the okay. first one, so let me set the scene. This is very short. I want to ease into it. The Rocking Woman. It has been reported that some nights near the cliffs in Castletown Bear, a woman can be seen rocking a baby in a cradle. That's it. That's <laughs> the first one. <laughs> Told you I want to ease into it. Alright, that's... So I just want you to... Here's what I want to do, right? Assuming we were able to get outside in a pandemic, I'd love to do a tour of things like this. So what I want you to do on a scale of one to five, mm-hmm. how likely would you be to go to that? And like, would you be afraid to go and look for it? So if you think of, imagine being on the cliffs, Castletown Bear, the water. Well, like Luke... And there's... I- if I have to walk outside in the dark, it's not happening. Kate, there's like. a woman rocking a baby. I didn't look into the backstory on this one, so I don't know. But, but I'm literally saying, if you said, will we walk to the shop at 11 o'clock at night, I wouldn't do it, like. Yeah, okay, but, would, so you wouldn't do this? No. But it's going to be no for okay. all of them. Well, then if that's the case, what about that is frightening to you? It's just the fact that I know that my mind, I have such a vivid imagination. Go like, on, describe what you, when I say to you, there's a woman on the edge of the cliffs in Castletown Bear rocking, rocking a baby. baby. And you want me to describe what I'm imagining? I'm imagining a woman on the cliffs <laughs> rocking a baby. But what's menacing about that? Because I just would what's know that, that it's not meant to be there. So even if it was just in the dark, I'd be you like, you're not oh. meant to be there. Oh, no, I just don't like the dark. But it's not the dark. What if there's a woman there and it's not dark? Oh, if it's not dark, grand, yeah. And it's just a woman rocking a baby looking at you. Then I wouldn't care. Be like, you're right. Do you want help? <laughs> rocking the baby. <laughs> All right, you ready for the next one? I am. <clears throat> this one takes place also in West Cork. The White Lady of Kinsale. You ready for the white lady? You're enjoying this way too much. I love it. I love this kind of stuff. Shh, shh, the music's playing. It's creepy. The white lady of Kinsale. There was a woman who set to marry a soldier. This is the backstory, by the way. Oh. The soldier was accidentally shot on their wedding day by her father, who couldn't take what happened. So he jumped off this fort in Kinsale to his death the woman came and found her fiance dead and saw the body of her father below so she also threw herself off the fort from that day her lonely spirit dressed in her wedding gown wanders the parapets of the fort desperate and forlorn she can be seen as the evening turns to night her eerie presence casts fear and sorrow into those who see her until the fort was abandoned, even the battle-hardened soldiers would lock all the doors to try and keep her from entering. Why, like, that's lousy. Because that not freaky. She goes, she just walks around <clears throat> crying. Yeah. See? Okay, think of our wedding day, right? Oh, no, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, this, someone listening to this podcast could actually have an- ancestors that could be related to this. But this is a real story. That's exactly, that's what I, I mean. Like Someone's yeah. actually dead, like. 
three people are dead. Do you know what I mean? That's lousy. So that's all I feel about that story, really. It's like the 1600s <laughs> or something. I think, I think you're right. I know, but I'm just like. But this this is one mm. that has loads of sightings and yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah, there's a few of them. You're like, yeah, a person saw this or whatever. Mm. This is one that load like I, all of Kinsale's tourism is built around. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> If this went missing for Kinsale, the way Fungi went missing for Dingle, <laughs> Kinsale would be fucked. Like, there's a hotel and stuff called the White Lady in Kinsale. Yeah. And everything like. like, see, that's the thing. That's why I find these weird. As listening to them, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. That would be creepy. Well, how fucking, how much would that freak you out, though? But if I had to actually go there yeah. and actually see it, I probably wouldn't. Not if it was nighttime. What if you were, you were in Charlesfort in Kinsale? Was I? There's pictures of you there. <laughs> was there? Yeah. Oh. So if you were standing there... Mm. And you saw this white figure crying, like screaming, crying, coming. Oh, I'd you. I'd literally never sleep a day of my life. Like I'd probably go mental. Probably throw yourself off. Yeah, thing. no, like honestly, like you even saying that has actually creeped me out. Good. Like to be honest, I don't like that my back is where it is turn that around. I can't see. Luke, stop! No, that turn actually freaks me. No, no, turn around. <laughs> Kate wouldn't let me turn off the lights to record this. I don't And now like she's it. pretending she's not freaked out. No, because that's what I'm talking about. Like, listening to the story, I don't get scared. But if I let my mind think at all, I'm terrified. Like, I'm literally a complete So it's when you're kind of, like, when I put you into the situation, you got yeah. a bit more freaked out there. So if it's a little bit closer to home, it starts to freak you out, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I see, I see, I see. So let's go on to this next one. Setting Cove. Like, Luke, you creep me Where out. Where we live. The old cemetery. Okay, well, that place is fucking creepy it is. as it is. The old cemetery in Cove is host to a mass grave to many of the dead from the 1915 shipping disaster to Lusitania. Many claim to have seen and heard a mass funeral procession of people heading towards the old cemetery in Cove on the 10th of May every year. The White Witch herself, Helen Barrett, claims to have seen this along with one of the grave diggers and they have confirmed that it is indeed real every year a procession of the dead marches towards this old cemetery until recently when the graves had been marked oh my god and it hasn't been seen since okay i got shivers there now isn't that fucked up that was a that was a empty like as in it was over in the corner yeah until people realized it was a tourist attraction they hadn't marked it but for years apparently used to be able to um there was a guy who works there as a gravekeeper like keeps the place yeah looking well and he said he's never seen it yeah but he could hear it that's amazing as in you could hear like 30 footsteps yeah. 30 people walking and the mutterings and chanting of it and the gates would open and stuff like that but you wouldn't see anything helen barrett claims to have seen it yeah but she's claimed to have seen fucking everything <coughs> so who knows but like that's the thing I just kind of think of like when you said when it was marked that makes me just really happy they that they were uh, restless spirits. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That now they're like no we're not forgotten about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But the Lusitania like there's so much about the Lusitania. Yeah. The library in Cove was where they brought the dead. The Commodore was a place mm. that was highly just had some segue there now. The next one's about the Commodore. Oh. <laughs> um, the next one is also about... We're from Cove, by the way, for anyone who's listening to this. And that's why it's more hitting home with Kate, I think, when they're more local. So let's go on to the next one. The Commodore Hotel in Cove. 
The Commodore Hotel was Ireland's first custom-built hotel opened for business in 1854. And its focus was to attract the many passengers embarking getting this wrong, many passengers embarking on voyages, including the Lusitania and the Titanic. At the time of the sinking of the Lusitania by a German U-boat, the hotel was under German ownership. Otto Humbert and his family were forced to hide in the cellars as a crowd gathered and demanded the hotel to be burned to the ground. Instead, the hotel was converted into a hospital makeshift morgue for the hundreds of victims. While locals feel there must be some residual energy left from the fear and torment of the poor passengers, the haunting most reported is that of a crying baby on the upper floors of the hotel, where the body of an infant was alleged to have been found abandoned in one of the rooms. Oh no, I, can't. I see, I don't like that. Here's the other thing. You've heard it, have you? I've yeah. told you that story before, <clears throat> haven't I? Yep. Um, loads of people have yeah. if you go on to the Commodore's TripAdvisor like I'm t- pointing this out to listeners go on to the Commodore Hotel's TripAdvisor and there's a few comments on ones it of them that's mental that. but doesn't the Commodore they literally have shut off some of the I rooms I used to work in the Commodore and um, some of the chefs in work used to work in the Commodore and all of them say they won't go to the old part of the building that's crazy there's Okay, so if you're in the main function room in the Commodore Hotel, there's an area called, it used to be an old squash court, but it's a storage area. Yeah. And off that is the old building. It's never been refurbished since yeah. then, probably, like yeah. mid-1900s anyway. And if you go into it, the stairs are all dilapidated and it's mm. falling apart and everything, but it is the freakiest feeling in the world. I'd it's say cold, so. it's weird. When people say about residual energy, I don't myself say that I believe in ghosts. I always think there's mm. an explanation for everything. Residual energy is something I would believe in. Yeah, like you can feel as something See, fucked up happening there. That's the thing is, I'm. I feel like I'm very prone. Is the wrong word? I don't know what the word is, but to feelings. Yeah, you are. You're, you know you're what an I mean? empath. A hundred percent. Like I can yeah. pick up on it. A hundred percent. Don't know what that energy or what that feeling yeah. is, but there's some. There's some places that I'm just like, oh no, I don't like this place. Yeah. Um. When I was younger. I used to do it so much that places used to freak me out yeah. and things like that. Again, just feelings. It's not like, oh, I'd see something or, but it's just go, oh no, I don't want to be in there. That's just something in my stomach that doesn't but feel I, I, easy. I, mean, I wouldn't believe it all in ghosts. I always yeah. said, I always, I, mm. I read books on it and stuff like that and it just convinced me that it's not real. But so many people have heard that baby. Yeah. Now I know you can say, well, maybe it is a baby staying at a hotel. Yeah. But they're like, it was when there was no baby staying in the hotel. Yeah. It was in the area hotel where there's no guests. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So it's fucking creepy then. Yeah, I think is. there's something creepier as well about babies, isn't there? Mm. Like you could say, oh, it's a man with a big hat. You're like, yeah. oh, fuck off. But if it's a baby crying, you want to, your natural instinct is to help it. Help you it, can't, yeah. It makes you uncomfortable. And I read more into this. I don't have it written down here in my notes, but there's more into that, that there was a baby found dead. Oh no, I did say that, didn't I? It was yeah. abandoned, but it was a baby found dead from either its parents died on the loose tanny or one of those type of ships. Yeah. Or another story I heard, which I don't know if it's true or not, but it's local myth and legend, I suppose, mm. is that it was somebody getting onto one of those ships to head off to America. Yeah. Couldn't afford to bring oh, their baby, the baby and left it there and it just died. So it died screaming for its parents yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Which is horrible, isn't it? Yeah, like, like that does no, I don't That's like it. Fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, yeah. um, so um there's one more that I have. It's not scary, okay. but it's as 
close to home as we could get. Is it in this house, Luke? It's not in this house. Because literally, close. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be here. It's close. Where is it now? Tell me Harbor first. Row. Which one's Harbour Row? The next street. The one up. No, the one straight along. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where all the roadworks were. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, roadworks come into this. Oh. <laughs> Lots of people saw a cloaked figure with a cape and a hat, really old and Victorian. I suppose that was just my dad. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows my dad, walking along that. the streets and vanishing when they looked back to see him. Yeah. And um, nobody knew who it was. Yeah. Nobody could see. There was no face. There was nothing like that. And then one of the first times they did any big road works there, mm. they found a skeleton of a man oh my God. buried under the road. Once it was undisturbed, yeah, wasn't seen again, apparently. But that's literally, for anyone who wants to know, that's 30 seconds from yeah. our house. Oh, like 100% now of any of you that I actually know listening to this wants to meet up at night time and I have to walk down that road I'm not doing it like <laughs> what if it's just a man walking up and down with the headphones at the- <laughs> oh my god headphone man <laughs> headphone yeah, man that, that's true in Cove there's that's awful because people probably listen but there's probably more people to be afraid of alive than yeah, there is dead true. in Cove that is like. true <laughs> so for all of this I was I'm interested in this I think it's good I think it's yeah. it's good fun but the main one I wanted to talk about in this was a personal one. Yeah. I think I spoke about it before on this, that my childhood house was supposedly haunted. Yeah. So I asked my mother to send me on her thoughts on it. Mm. Um, my mother's a writer <laughs> and a poet and one has won poetry competitions and stuff. So instead of writing us a paragraph, she wrote us a novel. Of course. But it's very good. <laughs> so it is long. But it is personal, it is good, and it is interesting, and I remember bits of it. Okay. So I want you to interrupt me, ask me some questions. See have I heard it? I presume I've heard I all of them. I presume you have too, but yeah. it's in more detail than even I know. Is it shed and stuff? Yeah. Is it yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I know this. But it's in more detail than even I know. Okay. So. I've heard this from your mom. So set the scene, I was four years old when all this supposedly happened. And this is... According to my mom and my dad, who my dad would be quite sceptical, this is very true. So, <clears throat> over to my mother's words now. Late September 1992 was particularly cold with the first frosts already icing the roads and footpaths. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, she's a great writer. I like. love your mom. Like, she's so An eccentric unapologetically woman. her. I love it. <laughs> it was the first year our RP, or I can't even read them after like loads of Baileys. It was the first year our au pair travelled from Spain to come live with us in a house we were temporarily living in until we found a suitable one to buy. So they got an au pair into mind me, basically. Yeah. I was the only child at the time. Can we talk, turn off this gammy music? No. Why? Because I like it. Yeah, but we're just chatting, like. Yeah. The house was owned by an elderly priest living abroad who used it as a holiday home. It has been his childhood home. Nothing much had changed in the house since his own parents had died and the living room in particular was untouched and remained as it was when his mother was alive. Faded sepia photographs with staring eyes adorned the walls with lace dollies and religious artefacts on every surface. It had a dusty, still, stuffy air to it and wasn't in the least bit welcoming. She can set a scene. She can set a scene, but what she's leaving out there is that it was my granduncle's house. <laughs> so she's like, it was horrible and disgusting. It was like... <laughs> 
In order to facilitate the moving in of the au pair, the living room had to be cleared out and turned into a bedroom. Every item was removed, bubble wrapped and labelled so that all could be returned as they had been once we'd moved out. For some unknown reason, despite being quite a disorganised person, I felt absolutely convinced that every single item would have to be returned to the exact right spot. Yeah, because that's the thing. I couldn't imagine your mom doing that. Do you know what I mean? Next sentence. I'd nearly go as far as saying that an inner voice was commanding me to do that. Yeah. She wouldn't do that. No, she wouldn't at Similar all. Similar to me, I wouldn't no. in a million years do that. All items were removed to the shed in the garden, which was reminiscent of a scene from Indiana Jones because of the dense layers of giant cobwebs. Neither I nor the, the au pair had ever entered the shed again, having placed living room items there. Unfortunately, this meant that we had to sit in a very cold house from time to time as the heating would cut out and neither of us would venture out to clear the airlock which often formed into pipes, which happens in this house. Yeah. We always waited for my husband to do that. I just think the weirdest thing about all this is my yeah. mum referring to my dad as her husband. <laughs> that sent shivers <laughs> down my spine. <laughs> Shortly after the au pair moved into the bedroom, we began to experience strange things. Here's where it gets weird. Our dog would stand in... I remember this now. Our dog would stand in the doorway looking upwards and crying and whining. And no matter what we did, he could not be enticed into the room. I tried often to push him in just out of curiosity. But he would stand point blank and with raised hackles often growl ferociously at seemingly nothing. I remember that happening. Me and my friend were four. And we were, I remember playing in the hallway with actually Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys. And my mum saying, we're trying this with the dog. And I yeah. loved that dog. They threw the dog in, the dog went mental like very aggressive like whatever it felt in the room yeah. or whatever the au pair experience hearing that sound oh hang on I missed that often at night we would hear his dog ball being pushed around downstairs only to discover that he was in fact upstairs the whole time the au pair experience hearing that sound while she was in the same room as the dog and the bowl so she could see the dog mm. and hear the ball move around the au pair didn't really comment too much about it until after Christmas. She went home for the holidays and my sister and her boyfriend were babysitting so were to stay in her room. On coming home from our night out, we found both them pale-faced and shivering. They refused to stay in the bedroom. They insisted that it was an extremely frightening room and that they had seen the wind chime which had been put up by, by the au pair spinning wildly. Now, Who's as far this? as um, Trisha, I think. Okay. As far as I know... They hadn't been told anything. Okay, well. I get you. That's the th- so I, I don't know. It couldn't be in their head so yeah, much. Yeah. There was a feeling there. They refused to ever babysit in that house again. <coughs> like that's <meant coughs> they just didn't want to yeah, babysit you. Want to babysit me? <laughs> yeah. When the au pair returned, I didn't want to frighten her, so didn't mention it. She did, however, overhear my sister talking about it, and on hearing her, she joined the conversation in that she was relieved that someone else had experienced it, and she'd been afraid to say anything in case they thought she was mad. Both she and my sister, uh, both she and my sister visited Cove's White Witch, who confirmed that it sounded like a standard paranormal occurrence. She reassured them that it didn't appear to be anything malevolent, because it was because if it was, we would certainly know about it. She surmised that maybe a previous occupant was not happy with the living room being occupied by a foreigner, or that the room had been changed. The racism part coming in there is interesting. Yeah, it's so really. it was a racist ghost, or did she mean foreigner there and just a different person? <laughs> Yeah. The au pair reported someone blowing in her ear frequently and the white witch thought maybe the ghost was trying to communicate with her. Alright, I start to come into it a little bit more here which makes it more interesting for me definitely. <laughs> of anyway. course it does. 
After Christmas, all the decorations and Christmas trees were placed in bags on the floor in the shed. To cut a long story short, which you're definitely not doing, Mum. <laughs> you're not like. <laughs> to cut a long story short, they were found later by my husband. They've been placed outside of the bags and along a high shelf in the shed. As previously mentioned, neither I or the au pair ever went into the shed. So how the decorations were removed from the black bags and placed along the shelf remains a mystery. I think the shed was locked as well. Yeah, that's mental. That is weird. And that is one of those things that's always reported about poltergeists and that kind of stuff like really weird. My husband thought we were trying to frighten him. We convinced him we weren't and that from that date he took our conversations about the ghost more seriously. Various strange occurrences happened regularly such as two people having the same nightmares. A strong presence was felt on the landing every night from 3am to 3.20am. Like for her to notice a specific time there mm. and say every night. Yeah. That's mad. There was, it's not written here but there was a situation in which my dad was frozen on the stairs at one point during that time. I have to ask her yeah. about that. The au pair was found wandering the house and crying La Fantasma, La Fantasma, which is Spanish for ghost. Yeah. On one occasion, she refused to sleep in her room. On the same night, the room occupied by Luke seemed to become the central to the happenings. Of course it did. <laughs> <laughs> a loud bang came from the room and in the morning, a tall plant table was found to be split down the middle as though it was chopped by an axe. Yeah. It wasn't like splintered or anything. I remember she said that, that it was literally like a perfect I remember that. Like. Yeah. The au pair and my husband had exactly the same dream on that night where a ghost was pressing the accelerator of the car, spitting it out of control. In that dream, we were all screaming. And that fucked up. The That's two of them terrifying. That. Like. It was this that made the au pair refuse to stay in her room as she said that uh, when she woke from the dream, she could feel the ghost trying to pull her upwards from the bed. After that particular night, nothing too dramatic happened thereafter. But there were lots of small things and always a returning and looming presence in the house. Pregnant with my second child and probably feeling less patient and more tired than usual, I shouted at the ghost one day and told her or him to go away and I would promise that the living room would be returned to exactly the way it had been prior to when we moved in. After that, everything settled down and we didn't experience anything more than odd checking in. The person living in the house today has verified that she also believes that there is a presence there. Whatever it was, it wasn't particularly harmful, it just made itself known. I'd imagine the nightmares were manifestations of our own imaginations and instigated by a bit of fear of the unknown. Yeah. Like, that one's fucked up, isn't it? Like that's, it is mental. I know like, that was a long story. Thank you for bearing mm. with us on it, but it's fucked up. Mm. If you can't tell that story on a Halloween special, I don't know when you can. Yeah. No, it like, is. The reason so, I asked so my mum to say it is because f- I was four. Yeah. So I'd be afraid that I'd fill in the blanks and try Wasn't and make there it. something about you? You coming into the room, though, or something? That was a different story. Or was that a different story? About that was a story when I was about a year before this in a different house. About a man? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I might as well tell that story too. There was a story. The f- one of the first times that my mom was left alone with me, I'd say I probably wasn't much older than Ivy. I'd say two and a half, yeah. three maybe. And we lived in a house. Loads of people were there, but they were gone. I think, I think I'm telling the story, right? My mom felt really uneasy. Yeah. And she would have been... She'd be like you. She'd pick up on energies and that yeah. kind of stuff. And she would have been dabbling in tarot cards the whole time yeah. and stuff. Anyway. But she um, she felt like there was someone watching her. She got really nervous. She locked all the doors, locked all the windows. And I was asleep. And she's eventually she said, I'm just going to go in and check up on Luke. Yeah. And she went into the bedroom and I was sitting up in the bed. And when I got into the room, or when she got into the room, I said, who was that, ma'am? And she said, who? And I said, the man at the end of my bed. Yeah. 
And she said she literally shat herself. Yeah. Like she was terrible. As you would if that was your fucking child. Obviously, 100%. No, it's a bungalow. So there probably just could have been someone at the end of my God. <laughs> it's not like it was Ivy on the third floor. You know yeah. Jeez, I mean? like, imagine if Ivy sat at the third floor. Oh my God. I'd be moving outside. <laughs> Luke, like things like that. Yeah. What question? Do you have any questions about that? Like what I are your thoughts? So. Again, see, I don't know. Like one half of my head goes... Yeah, yeah, they did. Like, even the way your mom said, I can understand. What am I trying to say? I can understand that weird things happen. Yeah. But as your mom said, the nightmares and stuff that they had are probably in your head. What you can imagine yeah, in your head is probably scarier. That's yeah. proven. So um, if one of them said that, the other one then probably taught it. Yeah. Now, the fact that it was my dad and her. My dad is a skeptic. Like, Yeah. But even I said to my dad about this sometime last year and he said nah that, that that was fucked up yeah so there was something like mm. uneasy anyway yeah um it was interesting like <laughs> the part that she left out of the story is that uh the night that the au pair refused to sleep in her own bedroom i she slept on the floor of my room or something like that yeah. and that i was not happy about it really like, why does she have to sleep in my room of course <laughs> <Nick>. <laughs> i had her for it do you um, ever have any you see, did like, in your, yeah. your old house you thought was haunted like when i was younger but see i was such a little drama queen when i was younger that i probably made all this stuff up but i remember when i was younger i'd a lot of the time i'd hear my name being called yeah so like sure that I, wasn't someone just calling, your calling name. my name no but as in i used to go into my mom's room so my yeah. mom and i used to be on the top floor um and i'd go in so and I'd be like yeah me. no because <laughs> this would just be be like yeah mom what She'd be like, I didn't call you. It's like, no, you definitely called me. But didn't me. your mum say there was something there? There was, yeah. So when you said about the baby, I used to hear a baby crying as That's well terrifying. in there. Like, so scary. Um, And like, all my lights used to kind of like dim. But I'd that was that because was I was next, next to the dockyard. Yeah. But when you're hearing all this kind of stuff and yeah. that light dimming, you're kind of scared. No, I always, before I researched paranormal stuff and I actually mm. believed in it more, I remember staying in your house early on and we started going out and feeling freaked out. I was convinced I saw something. Well, you, yeah, you were convinced that you saw someone over me, wasn't yeah. it? And I could be getting this all wrong, but I remember her saying that. It was a person, I don't know, a man or woman. Mm. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I fucking jumped. You did, you went. Hmm. I was convinced there was a person stand, hunched, standing over you, just looking at Yeah. You. That's it, just looking um, right at you. Not me, was, not in, just you. There was like... If I can remember, I think she said there was something like there was two sisters married two brothers hmm. and that they lived in the house and that both sets, let's say, couldn't have any children Okay. Um, in the house and that, because I'm sure she went to, to someone and said that they loved that I was the first, like, child in the house. So I don't think I was the okay. first child, but I was very so childlike. You, it would be... If it was a person standing over you, I'd still be obsessed with you. Yeah, because that was like when I was an adult. Like me with staying you. in the bed with you probably would have been probably you not being a child out. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. That is. Yeah. Um. That freak you out now. Yeah, I did my legs are kind of <laughs> gone to jelly? Um. So like there was things like that, and I remember in when I was again much younger, I was around seven. I was in Scotland, and we went on tours of castles. Mm. 
went into loads of castles and then there was this one castle and there was one room and I couldn't go into the room I started bawling crying and my mom was like what's wrong with you she was just like why are you being an odd bitch and I was like <laughs> I can't go in there I really can't go in there she was like all right grand um so she went down and she was talking and there, there was like a tour guide but we weren't on the guided tour because she wouldn't pay for the guided tour I'd say fairness. <laughs> <laughs> But she said it, she was like, oh, yeah, she got very upset. God, you know, kind of mocking me. Yeah. Um, and he said, I can't even remember what it was, but there was something horrific happened in that room that like the occupants of the castle were either murdered there or something in that exact in that room. Exact room that class. I wouldn't go into. Um, in Debenhams. I was going to point out, though, that you won't even go into the horror section of a wax museum oh no because i will freak myself out <laughs> my head will go mental um in debenhams upstairs so in debenhams and patrick street it used to be what used to be roach stores roach stores um but i don't know what it was before that but there, there's... some biscuits went <laughs> off and the ghost of those biscuits haunts debenhams go fuck yourself <laughs> so basically if you look at the um if you look at the building there's like this kind of like greeny blue dome at the top of it yeah um i didn't never really thought anything much of it um just that there was two floors to the shop and that was it but every now and again you'd be asked to go up to was it like a, a second storage room kind of a thing yeah um with a lot of um like display stuff yeah and um, we'll be up there and I had to go up once and seemingly it was completely cut off because there was a huge, huge fire um, in the actual building. And it was something like that there was like hundreds, as in like hundreds of thousands of people stuffed up the top there oh, Jesus. that couldn't get out. Um, and you up could there, feel it. Like everyone can feel it. That's like the, everyone is terrified to go up there. But one of the like handymen, I suppose. I think his office is up there. Yeah. Um. And even he's like, like, it's it's not a nice place. That's and up. it's kind of a thing that two people go up. And now again, this could be someone just shitting with me. But that like two people have to go up. Yeah. And one person hold the door so that like you don't get trapped in there. Basically, okay. do you know what I mean? Because That's class. everyone was trapped there. But like. It's not decorated. There's hardly, I, there is electricity. I'm not like thing, but like there's no lights there. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. all dark wood. It's all old. It's horrible. Horrible. So but do you believe or no? And if yes or no, whatever, of those stories, which one are you most, excuse me, which one are you most likely to get freaked out by later on? Do you know what? Like, do I believe? I, I believe that everyone had those experiences and that yeah. everyone has yeah, those yeah. things. I wouldn't say that I'm more scared of any of those stories. I'm more scared of what my head will do with them. So, like, I won't go to sleep tonight dreaming of one of those stories. It will be something like that. That will be in my dream. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. any of those something, something weird. Do you know what I mean? I, I just don't like that feeling. I don't like the feeling of like, oh my God. Do you know, like when you leave your foot outside of the bed. Yeah, something's yeah. going to catch you. Yeah, those kind of things terrify me. See, I don't mind them then. I'd love yeah. to go on like paranormal investigations and that kind of stuff because I don't believe it more. So like when I say I don't believe it, 
I would fucking love if someone could prove it to me. Yeah. I lo- I'm so interested in it that if someone could show me, look at that ghost, I mm. would go, holy shit, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want it to be, but I just don't. Yeah. I'd love to go on paranormal ex- um, investigations and stuff to these places. If anybody's listening who knows the paranormal investigation, people, I will come with you. I will document it for free. I will film. I will do audio. I'll do whatever you want. I would fucking love it. <laughs> Yeah, Kate won't come. No, of course I won't. But yeah, this was a more serious main section of the show, but I think it yeah. was Halloween week. It's the only chance to do it. Let's get into your weird and weird and weird <laughs> questions. Hello, all you cool cats and kittens. You're listening to Castle Up. That bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> all right, here we are. We're in the final section. It's a little bit more upbeat. We're not talking about things that are dead and haunting us anymore. <laughs> what We're talking did you about... just pick out of your mouth? I don't know. That was really weird. I think it was a bit of chocolate or something. Or was it a ghost? Or was it a ghost in my mouth? That's weird. Ew. That's really weird. That is weird. <laughs> you can get your sexy time off a ghost then. I will get some sexy time from a ghost. It's <laughs> <laughs> my new single. You know what? There's a part of me, it just came into my head. They're like, now that we've spoken about that. Are we going to get haunted? Yeah, like if any ghosts are listening, like podcast. fuck off. <laughs> are you like, listening on Spotify? Or on I don't iTunes? want anything. Whether it, if you're listening, ghosts, to... make sure to retweet and share and send in a question <laughs> next week. No, but do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> oh no, I I kind of feel itchy now. I'm Doing like ghosts in this house. Yeah, not it's listening, definitely ghosts like. in this house. It's not. But house. no, but like as in, yeah, just stay the fuck away from me. Like I'm not open to you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Okay, so we have three questions on uh, Twitter and a few on Instagram. We're going to go with the Twitter ones first. From Andrew O'Byrne at Andrew's Crack on Twitter. I assume that means Andrew's Crack as in Andrew is crack. Not (laughs) Not his crack. This isn't sent from his asshole. (laughs) Um, Although he is an asshole. Do you Uh, know this this guy? Yeah, kind of. Oh, that's all right. I've been on his radio show. Oh. Um, He said, seeing how my Adventureland question wasn't (laughs) relevant. I'm wasn't relevant sorry. to anyone that's true it was last week he sent in that question yeah. about Adventureland I'll give you two because I'm a man of the people <laughs> first one if you could make one of your body parts detachable but without any ne- negative repercussions which body part would it be hmm. I think the obvious male answer is a penis there, yeah so I'm not going to go with that and I'm going to say without any repercussions negative weird. repercussions hmm Detachable. I sometimes find it difficult to sleep because of my arms. Mm. If I could take off my arms and go to sleep, it'd be brilliant. I'm going to do a really vain one. Just say... Your titties? No. Why would I want them detachable? Detachable titties. Well, I'm currently losing weight to try and get rid of my like C-section stomach. Ah. So if I could just take my t- stomach off, I'd be grand. I'm fine with being fat on top and fat on bottom, just not around the middle. Do you know what I mean? I get you. So I'm just going to say my C-section tummy. And I take off my arms so that I can go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number two, and this is the best question we've ever gotten, easily. Would mermaids give birth to live children or would they lay eggs? Is this Andrew? Yeah. Is that his name? That they're a fucked up question. I assume he's asking for your your opinion here, not an actual. <laughs> like he's not like Kate will know the answer. I reckon because their bottom halves are fish, it has to be eggs, doesn't it? 
Oh yeah, yeah, because it's not going to come out her armpits, like. No. Yeah, it has to be eggs. It has to oh, be eggs. Oh, sorry, I keep it. Oh, sorry, I just what apologized came first, again. The mermaid or the egg? Um, I'm ignoring that joke, Lucas. <laughs> it was a good joke. Um, yeah, it has to be. It has to be eggs, doesn't it? Has to be eggs. You can't see someone with the bottom half of a fish. Squeezing she where would it come person. out? Do fish have vaginas? I don't think so. I don't do think they? so. I don't think so. But either. where do their eggs come out of? I suppose. Yeah. But there's not going to be any dilation. Like, is that a word? Yeah. Dilating. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How no, do you it has fuck a fish. mermaid though? Like, this is the thing. Mermaids are always made out to be like this lust kind of object. Luke, I think you're sexually frustrated or something. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. But no, they are genuinely like. Mm. But like, how do you fuck a mermaid? Belly button. The fuck you? <laughs> you fucking a belly button. I don't know. Fish. What? <laughs> what are you talking about, Kate? <laughs> All right, I have a good question for you here from Mark Byrne at Gallows Gate 13 on Twitter. He said, indecent proposal time. Someone offers you the money for your wedding for one night with Kate or vice versa. Do you accept? Yeah. Which one are you accepting here, Kate? We'll wait there now. Okay. So somebody came to you and said, hello. I'm a wealthy billionaire female. I would like one night with Luke and I will pay for your wedding. Oh yeah, no bother at all. If it's you, no bother. Other way around. Hello, mm. Kate. I will pay you for your entire wedding for one night with you. See now, if it was me, is it the wedding that we're having or the wedding I'd what like to wedding? have? Is that our own wedding? The one, the the one we're, the one we're having. having? Yeah. No, I wouldn't do it for that. No, I wouldn't either. But if, I'd say no. if it was more, if they were saying, look, we'll give you 50 grand. So that's more than what we'd need for the wedding. No. Oh, really? I'm not doing it. No, I probably would not involved either. in this. Kid. I'd say I probably would, but I wouldn't. Not do you know what I mean? sordid affairs with old billionaires. Ah, but if he was nice, you like. pervert. Do you know what I mean? You disgusting pervert. But if it was you, I actually don't think I would mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay next question is from instagram um from kira o'driscoll who says if you could be a serial killer for a day who would you kill and how so that's the first part of her question we'll bring it to the second part in a minute okay the how is easy you've looked this up haven't you no i've seen it on dexter oh. and then went and asked the relevant people is it possible the my god guys <laughs> okay, so if i ever go missing here's please follow this here's how i don't know who i don't think there's any person i would kill yeah but who how is does in dexter season four he kills a guy and he finds somebody that's about to be buried the next day mm. so he just digs a foot deeper in the grave puts the person in there and puts a shallow layer of dirt over there so then there's so another, another body going on top, on top of it the next morning no one's ever going to look yeah. under it I thought that was genius mm. and I decided, here's how this conversation went. I decided to ask the local grave digger about this. His nickname did. is Spogum, which is the best nickname it ever. Um, and I said, Spog, question for you, bud. If I was to kill someone, <laughs> would it be possible to bury them like this? Didn't even bat an eyelid. Absolutely, yeah, no problem. Wouldn't be the first time I was asked. That's the answer <laughs> I got. Oh my God. I won't tell you by who. I won't tell you by who. That's the answer I got. That's just fucking amazing. 
No, he didn't say whether he did it or not either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he said, yeah, definitely possible. We no one ever check it. Yeah, that's mental. It is not, but like... Yeah, so I'll just say I'll do that too. Who? Well, let's go on to the next question there now, Kate. Because the who fits perfectly for you. Same person says, for Kate, if you were a serial killer, would you rather kill Luke or your Auntie Grace? You have to pick. (laughs) Oh, this is Kira. She lives near your yeah, aunt Grace. Aunt. Now, listeners, Kate's aunt Grace is her favorite person in the whole world, yeah. basically. Oh, she's like a sister, mother, grandmother, best friend, yeah. everything. Like, so does she kill her or me? You're gonna have to die, babe. You can go fuck yourself <laughs> straight away. Kate. I'm sorry. We're Great. getting married and have a child. Are you gonna disappoint our child? Grace has been there for me a lot longer than you have. No, if you factor in the minutes, I don't think so. No, I'd say so. Our child. You'll have to look oh, at our yeah. child. She won't remember you. I always say this. If I die in the next like two she years, she won't remember, remember me. You. But like, she remembers everything. Grace would look after us. I know she would. Do you know what I mean? But if you killed Grace, I wouldn't look after you. I, c- I couldn't live with... Me killing Grace. That I can't even. I can't <laughs> even like. Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> But I can't even come up with a scenario that how I'd. What would drive me but to you murder kill Grace? Me. Yeah, probably. Like, I could understand me wanting to kill you a lot more than me wanting to kill Grace. That's fucking mean. I don't think it is. Like, but so far in the last two podcasts, you said I'm not a nice guy and that you want me dead. <laughs> I don't want you dead in I any do. way. You want me dead clearly. But I'm sorry, like, it's it's Gracie, like. <laughs> but it's fucking Lukey. Oh, yeah. It's old Lukey Pops. Come on. Could you wake up and tell Ivy I killed your dad? No, she'd never know. What? Where's that stipulation come from? I'd murder. not want to get away with it. If I'm a serial killer. You wouldn't get away with it. If I'm a serial killer. Not that's not me it. having, like, <laughs> killed one person. And anyway, I'd kill you and I'd probably ring Grace. To try, try and sort it out and help me. Well, does she know Spagum? <laughs> she probably does, yeah. She probably does. Yeah. <laughs> but if she doesn't, I'm telling you, I'd be able to have a body covered up did much you really, easier than her. When you saw that question, did you really think I was going to say anything else? Yes. Really? Yeah. Just anyway, a side note about Spagum. When our rabbit died, oh guys, for her, I haven't listened to while our rabbit's dead. Um, I asked the grave digger to bury her. <laughs> And then afterwards, I got embarrassed by it and did it myself. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, poor old Flops nearly got an official burial from a grave digger. Could <laughs> you imagine? Like, oh. Oh. He was going to do it and all. Bless him. Except yeah, I just, I can't believe you actually thought that there'd be any other answer. You're horrible. Than killing you. You're, you're fucking horrible. No, like I'd never want, I don't think I'd ever want to kill you. But I could, un- I don't think I ever would kill you. <laughs> I can understand wanting to kill you, I think. But I'd never kill you. Fuck you, Kate. No, you love me. No. I'm you do. Kill you now just for that. But come on. I go back That's to crazy. my last question. Who would I serial kill? <laughs> Kate. How? Buried under someone else. None of you would ever know. So there you go now, lads. There you go. This is it. The Halloween special. Of both of us are like about to fucking me. kill each other. <laughs> it's the easy, it's the perfect way to end the Halloween special. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Couple Up Podcast. Let us know what you thought of the show. If you have had any uh, ghost experiences or if you want a serial kill, Kate, let us know. I can have it arranged. I know Spagum. 
Make sure to tune in next week. Retweet the podcast. Like, share, leave us some reviews on iTunes and wherever you can. And make sure that you murder Kate and not me. My name is Luke. Love you, Gracie. My name is Shut Kate. Shut the fuck up, Kate. This is the Couple Up Podcast. <laughs>